for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And I'm Kyle Dotson. I didn't know the order, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. And plus, you started without letting anybody know. Hey everybody, it's... <laughs> I don't know why I say hey everybody. I do though. I don't know. Well, there's everybody is out there. Yeah, hey, I mean, everybody. that's just what I do. That's just what I... I don't that's, know how it started. That's Pat Francis, man. <laughs> hey everybody. Hey everybody. When we do it live, you should just like start talking about something else and then just interrupt yourself and be like, hey, everybody. Like you do every time we start this. (laughs) Here's how we're going to do it live. You ready? Yeah. It's going to be dark theater. Oh, all right. I'm into it. You're going to play the hockey theme from stage. When it gets to 30 seconds. So I have to learn it by... No, 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 no. You're going to play the audio. You're going to play the MP3. Oh, oh, okay. So you're going to have to take some MP3 lessons. Okay. (laughs) Um, And then I'm going to come out and I'm going to say... Everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I've it's, had Francis. it's still dark? Yeah. Okay. It's still dark? No, I think the lights come up. Okay. I, Just I, on I, you, spot? Well, on this whole stage. Okay. I say, I'm Pat Francis, you say. I'm Kyle Dotson. And then I'm going to yell, and we are live from the 2016. Do I say 15? 16. SF Sketchfest. Mm-hmm. Woo! You're going to say San Francisco? How did everybody in like, San Francisco I think they like, fr- I think they like Frisco. You should let uh, you should let Paul Stanley <laughs> introduce us. You know what? Whenever I've tried that on the show, it just I don't know. It, it doesn't. I'm just we're just going to be us, and we're going to get it, and then we're going to bring Wild out there real quick. Bring the rest of the co-hosts. I want to get who give up all their Sammy, time throughout the Sammy year out there as quick as possible. By the way, this uh, uh, you're listening to the show right now. We're we're just talking uh, to each other like you're not out there. But hey, everybody. <laughs> hey everybody. But uh, this is going to drop Thursday uh, on uh, what is it? Four, five, six. Seven. It's going to drop uh, Thursday. <laughs> January 7th. Oh, this week? This week. So oh, you, okay. Yeah, promote like a motherfucker oh, great. during well, this one. Oh, great. Well, be I'll start promoting. Um, and then uh, the next day... Uh, You're flying it's, out. It's Sketchfest. That's awesome. So uh, if, if you're if last-minute ticket buyers, uh, me and Kyle and David Wilde and our special guest, Sammy Hagar, will be uh, live at the San Francisco Sketchfest at 3 p.m. from the Swedish Music Hall. There's uh, a few tickets still available. Uh, and um, please come out, and, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Look, I'm seriously, so psyched. Go see the show. I mean, I, I honestly thought about flying up, even though I'm not involved in the Sketch Fest this year, which I've done before, and I wasn't asked by the show. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I honestly thought about flying up because this is going to be a great show. You need to buy tickets for the show. You need to go see the show. You got David Wilde. One of the best rock critics, rock writers out there, and he's not—he's uh, not—he's not one, not, and he's, he's not, not an ass. He's not an ass. He's not, he's not David Fricky or whatever the fuck that guy's I don't know name is. About Frick, I know he's a prick. I don't like Frick his, the prick. Wow, this is look, this, this, that prick. could be that could be one of David's uh, good friends. Well, th- I don't know what to say to that. I don't, I don't he's not my that. good friend. Nice backpedal. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I can't. I can't wait to do the show. I'm, I've been. A, I've been a Sammy Hagar fan. Oh, that's great. Since, since before. What are you going to do? Are you going to start early on and just go from Montrose up? Uh, what do you? I what wish solicitors could have seen those gyrations that you just do I, with your. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna start with. Uh, I think we're gonna start making some cocktails first. Oh, that's well. all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, before we get started, uh, I want to thank uh, some uh, people who have donated. Uh, over the holidays, a lot of people were like, uh, fuck it, man, I'll throw him two bucks. But um, 
Uh, Matthew Berkey donated the Burks and give everyone a nickname. This is good. Okay. I can't, I know what your next nickname is going to be. John Quigley Quigs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tracy Elif T Liff T Liff donated. She's my, she's my, she's my girl. David Meyer. Mize. (laughs) Dan Watkins. Danny Watts. Danny Watts is donating now. Come on. Uh, Kevin Compton, who's actually a, a friend of Pilar and I. So, Kevin, really? thank you so much for donating. Yeah, friends, we, call, we call them straight out of comps. That's what we call <laughs> That's them. What I was say. Friends don't have to donate, but we, I, I like that you did that, David. Thank you very much. And I also want to thank um, Amy, who sent me a flash drive with some killer songs. So, Amy, you know who you are. Thank you so much for sending those songs. Is that your um, sister? No, it's no, no. A my, dash me. That's my, what we call it. My her. sister sent me uh, uh, the bird in a box. Um, actually, a dead bird. Uh, <laughs> okay, look, we're doing a show today. Okay. Okay. It okay. doesn't sound like it doesn't I even did. sound like we're doing a show. I know. I it know. sounds like we're just goofing around. I blame myself. We were um, doing more of a show when the mics were off. <laughs> we were doing. A, we were doing. Well, I don't know more of a show, but a, a better, better show. Better. A much yeah, better, better show. Much better. Sorry, guys. Um, Can their donations go? Can they ask for them back? They could at probably. This point, they could probably. If they're if it's recurring, they could uh, they could stop that. Pretty oh, damn PDQ. You know, well, they tried yeah. to get to their write off limit, like the next bracket of uh, oh, write off. So they tried to do? Just, like. Can you write off your donations away? to this podcast? I don't think you can write off. No, we can we can bring in uh, Chip Chennery and he can he can tell us tell Chip's us. money tips. <laughs> um, what we're doing today, folks, is we're gonna do uh, we're gonna talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're gonna play songs from the inductees. Everyone who is inducted uh, or is going to be inducted this year. Uh, by the way, uh, me and Jimmy Pardo are going to this thing. You are? We've uh, we've we have our, our flights are booked and our hotels booked. Uh, really? We're yeah, we are. That's awesome. Good I for know. you guys. Yeah, we're uh, flying to Brooklyn in April. So, um, you guys going to do a show there or anything? You know? Uh, no, no, I don't think we're doing. No? We're not doing any show. No, we're, we're strictly flying to do this. You're going to go to the Brooklyn Bowl and, and do a Never Not Funny or anything like that? I don't think it's just because Matt's not there. It's just Jimmy and I. We're just going. You don't need Matt. Jimmy, Jimmy's even okay with sharing a room. What? I know. Wow. So He must uh, really be excited about Chicago. He's really excited. Okay, good uh, the On the year-end uh, issue, the uh, year-in-review issue, issue, episode? Episode. Let's go episode. You know what? I like this show so much more when the mics were off. <laughs> I, I can fix don't, that. Don't worry. It's going to stop recording in a minute. Probably. <laughs> um, we all picked who we thought was going to be in. Oh, right. Because it was recorded before they were announced. I'm going to let, tell you how, how we did. Okay. I said Chicago, the Cars, NWA, yes, and Janet Jackson. Then I later changed it to Chic. Doesn't matter. I only had two right. two. Chicago and NWA. Kyle said Chicago, the Cars, NWA, Cheap Trick, and Steve Miller Kyle has four, of, four the of the five, yeah. and I don't think. And the cars was he to me. He was probably pretty close to having five out of five. Wow, yeah. what did I have? You had Chicago, the Spinners, NWA, Yes, and Steve Miller. I had three. So you That's had three. Bad. Yeah, That's not bad. Everyone, I'm surprised I didn't have Steve Miller. I'm surprised, I, and I hate Steve Miller. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't have Deep Purple in there. Christy had. Where's Mike's at? Did Mike not? Huh. I don't think Mike, I don't know. Andrew, Andrew Rich, you might want to go in there and check this out. You did not put Mike's picks down. Um, uh, I tell you, like, like Andrew's going to get fired. Right, You're right, done. Right, right. Done. Um, you forget fired, it. You know fired that, from a job you don't get paid yeah, for. You know all that free money you get, which is free, but it's not even money? You don't get it anymore. Uh, Christy picked Chicago, the cars. I know it doesn't make any sense. Christy picked Chicago, the cars, NWA, yes, and the Smiths. She had two, and, and, and she was heartbroken. 
And then April picked the Smiths, the Smiths, the Smiths, the Smiths, <laughs> April, and the Smiths. April said the Smiths, Chic, and NWA, Morrissey and then she bailed. <laughs> yeah, but we all she picked, started texting. <laughs> we all picked NWA because we were afraid that if we didn't pick them, we would be we would get shot. We would be seen as racist by Billy Comps, the but, guy who uh, donated. What was his name? Uh, uh, David Kev- Compton. Kevin Compton. Kevin Compton. I thought it was David. Straight out of straight yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin oh, yeah. Compton. Um, so, uh, but NWA, they totally deserved to be. In well, here's here's one of my many because they created a genre. I don't know if they created it, but they were they were a force. They created it. Oh, did they? I think they. Uh, here's did. my many many complaints about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You have to change the title because you're letting in hip hop, you're letting in Motown, you're letting in R and B. The Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, call it the Music Hall of Fame because it's it's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then tear there's down jazz. That there's shit jazz building. players in it. Sorry, going. And tear down that shit building. I haven't move been it to there, a place that matters. Jimmy Pardo and I are going. No, you're oh. not. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not. No, we're going to share a. You'll never car. share a room with you. We're going to share a car. You never will share a room with you. <laughs> the crazy thing um, about that is, like Jimmy Pardo and I are very similar in that vein. Like I'm sharing would a room. You share a room with Pat? Fuck no. I wouldn't even share. My brother and I flew to Costa Rica. I wouldn't even share a room with my brother. Kyle and I are going to be sharing a bed. Oh, it sounds awful. It's going to be great. My wife and I sleep in two different rooms. <laughs> really? Oh, I can't stand sharing rooms. <laughs> we, we do the uh, Woody Allen, uh, Mia Farrow thing. Have the apartment across fr- uh, each other from the park. And then you fuck your adopted and then, kid? And then I... Um, wow. Then I, I, <laughs> wow. If you, if, hey, if you want to mock true love, that's fine. That's fine. Holy All right? Crap. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry you guys don't understand what true and love Frank is. Frank is really... Frank's a notch's kid. Hey, hey, baby. Hey, who do you think I named him after? Hey, Zoffries, hey. get over here. <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? Hey, Zoffries. Hey, let me pick out my Pick out my jacket for tonight, baby. I'm looking at you. I'm thinking eight ball in the corner pocket, if you know what I mean. Hey, Zoffries, <laughs> put on my pants. <laughs> Costume me, baby. <laughs> okay, look, here's what we're doing, guys. We're going to play... We're going to play these bands in alphabetical. I don't even feel, I don't even have like a groove. I don't feel like we're even into the show. You didn't tonight. even do the intro. I did. I said, hey, everybody. <laughs> Is that the new intro? No, it's, new been, it's always been that way. Why? I, I'm the only one who's been drinking. Why are you so off the rails? I don't even know. It's crazy. We're off the rails. All right. All right. Hey, I tell you what, though, in, in, uh, in honor of, uh, let me see the thing. I, I, I isolated this. No, that's fine. Uh, I isolated this little uh, little nugget. This is uh this is Mike Siegel's uh impression of Sammy Hagar. <laughs> From when? I don't know when he did it, but I found it. Here it is. This is Siegel. Hold on, it's queuing up. It's queuing up. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so stupid. Well, I tell you, if he wasn't fuckable before that. Oh, the ladies are gonna love it now. Oh, yeah. That's what he said. That's his he makes his O face, and then that's what he says to the ladies. <laughs> his O face. Um, okay, we're gonna do these in alphabetic order, which uh, which brings me I didn't to, know about that. to what's my, what's up to my first. favorite band, Cheap Trick. How hard? I asked, I texted you this earlier, but mm-hmm. how hard was it for you to pick your you two favorite songs? I, I didn't pick my two favorite songs. I don't even. I mean, my favorite song by them I've played a million times. It's called "I Can't Take It." Okay, produced by Todd Rundgren, who you and I are gonna see in concert on Wednesday. Night. I'm very excited about that. Um, so I um I just I just opened up my iTunes list of cheap trick songs and the just first two things that jumped out at me I grabbed okay. because I didn't want to I didn't want to be listening I didn't want to be looking at you know over you know three four hundred songs all day long and go what's the best one to pick you know right, sure. I love I like she's tight I love a whole bunch I of, almost brought she's tight yeah, I love she's tight yeah yeah, yeah. so um I love uh, tons of cheap tricks so I just 
I just grabbed, you know, a couple. Okay. I wonder if we um, overlap. That would be crazy. It would be crazy. Well, we, I can just plug in here and play something else okay. if, if we overlap. Uh, to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's uh, it's 25 years from the first from from when your first album was released. Right. Uh, Cheap Trick's first album came out in '77, so they have been eligible since 2002, mm-hmm. and they were never put on the ballot at, until this year. So it took them 13, what 14, 13, 14 years to even get on the ballot. So they they were eligible 13 years ago. Uh, they were eligible in 2002. So that's 13. Yeah. 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, they've been deservant since never. Since the first album. Uh, it's a it's an unbelievable hard-rocking debut. What is the debut album called? Cheap Trick. Self-titled, okay. produced by Jack Douglas, who mm-hmm. uh, had great success with uh, Aerosmith, uh, you know, with Toys in the Attic and Rocks. Sure. Um, Cheap Trick released two albums in 1977, Cheap Trick and then In Color. In Color went platinum, and then Heaven Tonight went platinum, and Dream Police went platinum. I believe I... Took a song off in color. You did? Mm-hmm. Uh, All Shook Up went gold. One on One went gold. Who's that? I don't know. Come Somebody on. just walked in. Hello, sir. Can we help you? There's no group tonight. Clearly. And um, I'm Pilar Sutton. Ah, yes. Hello. Nice to see you. So um, she, I think she sent an email to everyone, but she said, uh, beware people might show up. Okay. So go get yourself a drink. She said, beware, Will might show up. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thanks. Hey, everybody, it's Will. I'm not editing that out. You're not, that's fine. Someone walked in. Somebody walked in. It's fine. My, my wife uh, sometimes has writer's groups here on, mm-hmm. uh, on Monday night. We're recording on a Monday. We never record on a Monday. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. But um, I, I hope someone coming for a sketch fest open mic just <laughs> walks onto the stage while we're on. It's <laughs> like, oh. Uh, one more, a on? couple other stats about Cheap Trick. Uh, the big breakout album was a live album, which is rare. Budokan. Budokan, that went to triple platinum. Uh, had their first number one in 1988 with a power ballad called The Flame. They didn't write it. I almost brought it. And uh, their second top 10 hit was another remake. It was Don't Be Cruel by Elvis. I love that remake. You do love you, it? You're sick of it, right? Uh, no, I love it. Um, but that don't they play number, in concert though all the time? That Isn't went that to number five. Okay. Uh, sometimes they throw it in there, and it's it's odd when they throw it in. But uh, oh, really? It, but it's also cool. Okay. But um, I like the backup vocals in that. So that's a little bit of uh, that's a little bit of history on Cheap Trick. So let's play. Uh, we're each going to play two songs from each of these bands. I brought no information tonight. That's okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll just okay. I'll just run through it. It's okay. fine. Um, so Murray, uh, I'll let you go first. What oh, is your uh, which first Cheap Trick song? Uh, my all time favorite Cheap Trick song. It's, uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm not even going to introduce You're it. You're not going to say it? No. All right. I also have time codes you could. Oh, I could have done my job. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to hear the beginning of this all the way through. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. We're Lucy Goosey already anyway. Show and sucks by, already. And you know what? Turn it up, Kyle. Yeah. What are you, a grandma? Goes out to my southern girl of a wife, Mary. Hey, Zofries, where are my trunks? (laughs) 
heavy rotation on the treadmill yeah. for me. I'm all constantly. Now, this, how can you hear that? And not, and Robin Zander's voice, because he's never stopped singing, is still on point every night. Yeah, I I've never seen him. I can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote David Wilde. David Wilde says, "Cheap Trick is the number one band to be that needs to really? be inducted because they are the only really truly rock and roll band on the list this year." Yes. He, ah, Deep he, Purple. That they could be hard rock, heavy Prog metal. Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Miller band. <laughs> Steve. Uh, blue, I'd say more blues based, even though he his not the his, songs, not the shit songs I'm bringing. No, the today. songs I like are, are <laughs> totally pop. That's a, you know what, David Wilde. That's a good point. I, I appreciate that point. I just don't. Here's the other problem I have with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame: the criteria changes mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. What give five points? Mm-hmm. You need to achieve this one, two, three, yeah. four, and five, and you can get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But they don't seem to have that. No, they don't. They don't, so like for what is so, like, it, if so it's like, album sales then cheap trick shouldn't be in it if it's I hits, just said that they've sold they've sold some out al- they've sold albums they have platinum albums I've sold albums <laughs> do you have platinum albums what do you mean by platinum they have a live album that went three times platinum they oh, they do really? have, oh Budokan yeah. with that yeah okay I'll they give do you that. have a number one single one number one one and they okay. didn't write it but still and it was late in their career eighty eight it was like a comeback and a number one single yeah I, again I I, I don't. For the uh, most part of the career, it was the four original members too. Sure, there was a time when Tom wasn't there for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and then and now Bun's not. I with had them. no idea Bunny Carlos and those guys had a huge fight. I had no idea. Uh, from what I've read, uh, it, Bunny and Robin stopped getting along, and who's gonna who's gonna go? Right, you gonna get rid of your singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a fucking babe of and, a singer too. And, he is and, a good looking dude, <laughs> and and the drummer. Uh, to me, every band, the drummer is usually the first person to go because it's very physically taxing to be the drummer. And they don't get any chicks. Not if you look like Bunny Carlos. <laughs> he looks like he looks like in a Beatles cartoon, like he would be the constable that stops them. <laughs> <doing something. laughs> or the guy that would do your your taxes. Yeah. But I read an article where uh, with Bunny Carlos, mm-hmm. and he was saying like the straw that broke the camel's back was they were going to do a residency in Vegas, I believe. And they wanted Cheap Trick to do 100 shows. And Robin only wanted to do 50. 50 so he could be with his daughter on her first day of school. And Bunny's like, fuck that. Like, what are you, an asshole? It's his yeah. daughter, dude. And, and if Rick Nielsen, who writes all the songs, yeah. and Tom Peterson, an amazing bass player, plays a 12-string bass, if they're fine with it... yeah. Then shut up, old man. What a fucking hi hat snare, dude. Yeah. yeah. So fucking, isn't he always bitching about his back hurting anyway? Wouldn't he? He had be- some back surgeries and stuff. Look, I like Bunny Carlos, sure. but you know he's a cranky dude. And <laughs> sounds it. And Dax Nielsen, who's Rick's son, is an amazing drummer too. Look, Bunny's going to be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know those four guys are going to play, which is very cool. That's what they and, said. And in the why article. shouldn't? And why shouldn't? Yeah. They? And they will. It won't be. It won't be a Van Halen debacle. Hey, we didn't have Peter Chris. That's right. So, and, and then I'm sure they'll play, and I'm sure I don't even know if Dax will play. But right. the four, the four, those four members of Cheap Trick are getting inducted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Brandt replaced Tom Peterson for four albums on the bass, right? On the bass, yeah, yeah. and he's a, a nice guy. I have a. Can I tell a John Brandt story? I should have. I think, br- I think you might have told this. Can I tell it again? Yeah, it's your show about Cheap Trick. It's your show. All right. So at uh, how you doing, everybody? At some point. I didn't have John Brandt's autograph on anything and he's not on tour. He's not in any other band. So I just Googled his name and he, um, he owns a, a company that makes, that makes horse bedding. Okay. B E D D I N G. Sure. And 
I was like, well, I can't be the same John Brandt. And I looked around again and then his picture came up. So there's an address there for his business. So I pack up the three of the four albums that he played on and I write him a, a note and I put it in and I put return postage and I mail it. And Jimmy Pardo says to me, you know, you're never seeing those albums again. <laughs> I said, uh, I, I may, 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 probably, who knows? So, um, like months go by. And then uh, Pilar calls me wherever I was working. She goes, hey, you got a package today, this big box. And it's from, uh, and she names the company. I, go, I don't know what that is. And she goes, uh, yeah, and it says John Brandt. I'm like, are you kidding me? She goes, yeah. So I come home, I open this package. It's a horse cot. It's a horse, <laughs> it's a horse it's head. A, it's a horse head. <laughs> I open it. All the albums are signed. Nice. Personalized. <clears throat> handwritten note. Oh, wow. A Bunny Carlos drumstick. A cheap trick standing on the edge tour jacket, like one of those satin tour really? jackets. Wow. Yes. Um, a backstage pass laminate. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, one of those backstage stickers that he had. And a handwritten note. And then two pictures of him when he was overseas uh, playing for the troops. Uh-huh. But they were like, they were like, you know, yeah. were pictures. That's and uh, and the handwritten note was like, ah, oh, you know, I love when the fans reach out and I'd be happy to sign these for you. And My it was wife great. has been begging me to get this shit out of the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really cool. It oh, was that's really awesome. cool because I, I didn't, you know, I didn't find them through Facebook or Twitter or anything. I just, no. I just wrote great. a letter and sent it. So that was pretty neat. That's awesome. That's so, great. Um, Let me just say something real quick about A, I'm just, I, Again, there's no straight criteria for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No. So I'm going off my yeah. just knowledge and, right. and, and, and opinions. But the other thing I want to say is one thing I love about this show, and again, thank you for having me as a co-host. Yeah, this is, is your last one. <laughs> uh, suck it. Um, like going through the Cheap Chick catalog, which I don't listen to yeah. a lot, and you gave me a few. I'm Did you like, call it the Crapalog? I called it the Crapalog. <laughs> I'm like, these songs are great. Like yeah. I, I, I find, yeah. except for one band we're coming up with, I didn't find anything. Like, but uh, so I was, I was, I had a, a yeah. real problem <laughs> picking which Cheap Trick song because like, oh, right, it's right, I love this song. Oh shit, this song's great too. Yeah. So and look, to be honest, I did not think Cheap Trick would get in this year. I, I one hundred, I would have bet money that the Cars would have gotten in this year because they. I don't know. They just, you know, the cars were everywhere for the, as, mm -hmm. as little time as, as their career lasted. They were everywhere and all over MTV. And, and I'm maybe one of the best debut albums yeah. had yeah. so many hits. Right. Uh, but I still don't think they belong in. <laughs> Christy's going to kill I know. I know. And I love Christy. We got along so well the other day. Um, <laughs> Uh, the Beatles are a big influence on Cheap Trick. And so the first song I'm going to play. And they used to play with, uh, they played with John Lennon, didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah. They, um, Bunny and Rick were on the demos for Double Fantasy yeah, yeah. because Jack Douglas produced Double Fantasy and Jack Douglas produced the first Cheap awesome. Trick album. And John was aware of them. So yeah, that was a huge deal for them. That's great. But uh, the first song I have is from an album produced by George Martin. It's called All Shook Up and Play It, Kyle. I, I might come out of this a cheap chick fan, man. That song kicks <laughs> ass. I don't think I've ever heard yeah. it. That's a great. That's a great album. All shook up from 1980. I, I think you gave me all shook up. Okay, cool. Um, that song kicks ass. I've yeah. never heard that song before. It's a good tune. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
Um, I don't know which album this is off of, but I love this. I'm going to go. <sighs> this says it is from Standing on the Edge. Let, oh, me, yeah. let, me, let me give you a year. Let me guess a year. Okay. 82? 85. Oh, I was close. All right. As not a yeah. fan, uh, this is Tonight It's You. Oh, this is a great tune. my song That's i can cue him oh i'm sorry now Go here's ahead. my question yeah. when you take me to see chip trick next time they come around yeah or is it going to be a hits heavy show uh, or are they going to do one for the fans what's it's funny what you said say that because i just I, as that was playing i pulled up their most recent set list because mm -hmm. i want to tell you what you're going to hear this is from december 20th and then obviously they've been off for the holidays but sure. they, have, they have an album coming out too on april 1st oh okay you're excited so, about uh, that right uh, i am uh, yeah it's been uh it's been is it on taylor swift's yeah they, yeah they got signed to taylor swift's a label big machine oh interesting so um here's what you here's what you get hello there come on come on big eyes california man ain't that a shame on top of the world this must be a new song hard on the line stiff competition another new song no direction baby loves to rock that i just played mm -hmm. magical mystery tour i'm waiting for the man uh velvet underground sure. that tom sings the flame i want you to want me dream police surrender gonna raise hell and good night but now I will say, with Bunny not in the band, they mix it up every night. Because uh, like the night before that, they played Hello Kitties, and they played If You Want My Love and Borderline and Don't Be Cruel. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's Borderline. Borderline the Madonna cover? No, no, it's a song. It's another song that Rungroom produced. Mm -hmm. But yeah, every night they f they flop out four or five songs, and 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 it's Hello Kitty. It's not Yellow Kitties. No, and I tell you, this is I've told this story before too. Okay. Uh, when I was in high school, we used to listen to uh, Steve Kelsey, the All Night Animal, on WFBG. Steve Kelsey, All and Night he, Animal. And he would ask trivia question. If he answered the trivia question right, call in and answer it. You could request a song, and he would play it. And this was before I even owned the first Cheap Trick album, mm -hmm. but I, I just knew that there was a song called E. I thought it was E L O Kitties. Right, right. So that's what I requested. I go, you'd like to hear E L O Kitties by Cheap Trick. He's like, okay, I'll play it. It's L O Kitties. <laughs> and yeah, because they it's they're 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 doing like a fake Cockney. Like, hello, kitties. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. So anyway. But, um, all right. I awesome. got one more song. Yeah, you got one more Cheap Trick song, right? Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, I might, I might be a big Cheap Trick fan after this episode. This is, from, uh, this is from Dream Police, and this is Writing on the Wall.
Uh, still checking the set list on November 28th. Tonight It's You made it into the set list. Mm. Along with my favorite song, I Can't Take It. That's your favorite song? Where did you bring that in? Favorite. I've yeah, played, played it, it here a, a bunch times. of times. Yeah, okay. I've played it a bunch of times. I'd like to check that out. Um, all right, that's you it. You couldn't take it. What? You couldn't you take could, it. You would hate it. I would. No, you couldn't take it. You can't take it, man. I can take whatever you want. <laughs> I can take whatever you're giving me. Uh, the next band. I'm going to su- assume. Are you going to subpoena someone? I'm going to subpoena Chicago. You're right. Is it Chicago? Because we're going to Chicago. Yeah, I went to school. Uh, their first album came out in 1969, so they have been eligible to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame since 1994. They've been eligible for 21 years. Wow! Now, and that is ridiculous, right? Because if if your criteria, if we're going by the Murray criteria, mm-hmm. these guys have so many hits. Oh yeah, and so many platinum albums and it, original sounds original, original sounds. sounds and even if you just even even though in the 80s they did what everyone did they got ballad heavy and the production got a little more slicker but every band that happened mm-hmm. to in the 80s sure even yes rush heart heart my, my brother was a heart fan in the 70s and when the 80s came out yeah. he's like what is this shit right aerosmith aerosmith, aerosmith. Yeah, yeah so i mean that's it but those those first six, seven, eight Chicago albums are undeniable. I emailed Jimmy Pardo last night about mm-hmm. Chicago because he's a huge fan, and I hope I'm not telling tales out of school here. And I asked him, is Chicago 17 shit on by hardcore Chicago fans? And he's like, no. I think, when did Terry Kath die? 79? Um, I'd have to look. But I think he like died. And he's like, that's when the hardcore fans think Chicago ended, but yeah. even those guys love Chicago 17. And Chicago 17 sold. And I'm paraphrasing six, there, Jimmy, if you're listening. Sold six yeah, he, million he copies. 78. You died in 78. Okay. Uh, let me go through this real quick. Uh, this will eat up time. <laughs> Good. We need the, to. The first album, two million copies. Second album, two Wait, million. Chicago Transit Authority sold two million? Two million copies. You gotta go through all of them. And they were ri- not gonna go they're originally called Chicago Transit Authority. Yeah, and then that's fucking too much. Um, CTA, buddy. Uh, the second album, two million. The third album, a million. Fourth album, which was a live album, a million. Chicago Five, two million. Six, two million. I mean, it's crazy. And yeah. then uh, Chicago's Greatest Hits, which was their ninth album, five million. And then when they get up to that uh, Chicago Seventeen, six million copies. Amazing. It's a crazy. Amazing. And I don't even I don't even know what the the, the single, the number one singles. They had four singles off that album. I know. Let me see. I'm going to count the top tens. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Man, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, <laughs> seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-one top. How are twenty-one you? top ten singles? Yes, Holy top shit. ten. How in America? Yes, that's insane. How are they not in the rock well, and roll? They're not a, even a in the year ballot. for each single. Yeah, they're not even they're not even on the ballot for twenty one years. That's amazing. No wonder they got the most votes. People were fucking couldn't believe it. Now, did they have any hits after Peter Cetera left? I'm not talking about that. <laughs> uh, let me see. I, 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 they did. Okay, they did. Let me see. Because he left after seventeen was his last album. Yes, right? he left after seventeen. So let me see. Hold on, I'm just looking. Now is he? He's getting in with them. Yeah, here you go. Um. Will You Still Love Me went to number th- uh, three. Okay. Uh, I Don't Want to Live Without Your Love went to number three. Look Away went to number oh, wow. one. Right. What Kind of Man Would I Be went to number five. Sure. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. 
and these guys, band. another band that is still on the road touring. Sure. Um, the original members include the horn section and mm-hmm. Robert Lamb, mm-hmm. but then guys like, um, uh, oh, what's his name? How am I? Chef, the, the bass player. What's his name? Uh, Peter Starr was the original bass player. Yeah, and then this guy replaced him, Jason Chef. Okay. I mean, he's been with him for ever since Shatera okay. left. Well, it was 84. Yeah, and <clears throat> and, and, and uh, Keith on guitar has been in there for, I mean, it's just crazy. Is he, did he replace Terry Kath right after? No, they've had a couple guitars. They okay. had a, a Donnie Dacus. They had a guy named um, uh, Dwayne Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then they got this. I think his name's Keith Howland. Okay. But uh, but anyway, let's play some Chicago songs. Yeah. What do you got, Murray? You go I'm gonna first. go. I'm gonna go off the Chicago Transit Authority from the beginning, so we get to hear the amazing horns of uh, uh, Lee Lughane. Is that how you say his name? Lee Lee Lockney. Lee Lockney. 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 I think Lee it's Lockney. James Pankow and Walt Parazader. Walt Parazader. Walt Parazader. Is that how you say that? They have That's the how worst fucking names it. <laughs> I know. That's why I like Robert Lamb. Bobby right. Lamb, buddy. Yeah. And then you got Terry Kath on guitars. Let's take That's why I uh, said Terry left. He couldn't pronounce any of Bandmate's <laughs> names. This is question 67 and 68. Horns and guitar right here, man. And I think there was, and I don't want to live without your love. <laughs> and I think there was like they didn't release this as a single originally or something like that. And then um, I, they released maybe they released beginnings first or something. But then this one came in and, and took over. You know what my uh, you know what the next question is? Questions? No. 60, what? Sixty nine. Question yeah. sixty nine. Up top, up my, top brother. my brother. There you go. Uh, that was oh, that was my first up top my brother. I'm very yeah. excited about that. That was uh, Sidera and I never do it again. Uh, that was. Uh, <laughs> That's for a certain group of people uh, <clears throat> who can share rooms. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> that and not was get on... irritated when I email them. <laughs> By the way, we will we will be sleeping uh, head to foot. So okay, it's house uh, sixty nine. Oh yeah, uh, that's Tara <laughs> and Lamb on vocals. Yeah, I'm gonna play a song from that album uh, too. By Lamb. Uh, okay, it's not a contest. What? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play a song that. Uh, Terry Kath, Satara, and Lamb all sing lead vocal on. It's a remake of a Spencer Davis band song written by uh, Steve Winwood, and this is called "I'm a Man." Oh, I was, I was just gonna. Oh. Say, I didn't know you were playing that. I was gonna say, what other Spencer Davis uh, song uh, writer? Think, I'm glad. That's hilarious. Wait, do you hear this? Uh, this guitars are crazy in this.
Is that just Kath on 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 guitar? guitar yeah. Yep. Um, Winwood's not a bad guitar player himself, but I imagine he'd be on. Uh, I imagine he'd be on a if he's playing on that. I know he wrote it. Is he playing on it? Uh, no, he's not playing. Okay. Uh, Pardo told me that um, that um, uh, 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 Jimi Hendrix uh, was quoted as saying that uh, Terry Kath was the best guitarist he ever saw. Jimi Hendrix said that. There's a lot of. He I've didn't heard a mirror. What'd you say? He didn't own a mirror. I've heard a lot of. It's <laughs> a good line. That's I've a heard a line. lot you of. Didn't give the, you didn't give it up for that line. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say Jimi Hendrix said so and so was the best. Jimi Hendrix said that this is the best comedy music podcast he ever heard. <laughs> he That's what own, he said. He didn't own a mirror. He, he didn't own a mirror. That's what he said. He didn't own a mirror. He didn't own headphones. <laughs> Or a computer. <laughs> what's uh, what's your next song? Let's go to Chicago Seventeen. Let's I picked two. Oh, this is when they pushed out. Well, that would, I, I'm kidding. I know. Um, this has been in my head since a week ago when I pull, pulled this song. This is "Along Comes a Woman." My first introduction to Chicago. This came out the my last year of junior high, so it was played at dances. Yeah, all, all those ballads were played at dances and stuff. And then I went on to discover the rest of their catalog. And that's some uh, that's some slick, cheesy, over the top production. But that's what everyone did. I, yeah, and I love it. I love yeah. every. I love that album. Yeah, that's great. What do you bring? It's fine. It's great, dude. No, I'm serious. I love. Uh, Kyle was break dancing during that, which I, thought I know was, it was great. He was doing the worm. Mm -hmm. uh, this is from 1973. This is from Chicago six again, uh, much like I did with cheap trick. I just looked through the list and I just, I could have picked, I could have picked almost anything. Sure. You know what I mean? It was, it, it's that hard with, uh, with, um, it's that hard with, uh, for me with cheap trick. And, but I think for everyone with mm -hmm. Chicago, there's so many songs, but this is a, uh, this is feeling stronger every day. This is written by Satara and Jimmy Pankow and, uh, Satara's on vocals. I come see. I want to see those guys. So, I've never seen them live. Oh, look, look! As we know, this happens. All, this happens a lot with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I really hope that it gets Satara and original drummer Danny Serafin mm -hmm. to uh, to to do one tour for the fans. Is there any animosity between these guys? I, I don't know what. I don't know what the animosity is. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, Satara had a hugely successful solo career. Um, he had a pretty, Amy Grant. He had, Two words, Amy he Grant. He had a pretty good <laughs> solo career. He has some hits. 
but you know, it would be great. And I've seen him solo. Uh, I've I've seen him solo. He sounds amazing. And um, so, I'm pretty sure he's going to show up at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, like, yeah, of course. And uh, I hope they can. I mean, they, they were college buddies. You know oh, what I mean? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to to a college, Santa Monica College. <laughs> they went to a college in DeVry. Chicago. They went to DeVry. I feel like I don't know anything about music tonight. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, are we moving on? That was your second one. We're right? moving on. I have to pee. Okay, you have to pee. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we can we can pause it. Okay, or we could have a fucking good segment right now. Hey everybody! It's called Murray P. Hey everybody! Welcome, welcome to Murray P. Are we paused? Uh. And then I got here really early. I like here an hour early. All right, cool. Okay, we're back. Murray's back from his PP. That sounded that sounded like the beginning of a, a Mark Maron interview. We're like, yeah, I got here a little early. It's like, Do hey, uh, welcome to the, the. Do not insult me like that. <laughs> um. So now we move on to the next band. This is Hold Deep on. Purple. Did, ah. did you were they on your list to get in? I believe they were on my list to get in. Don't hold me to that. Now I um. Here's my thing with Deep Purple. I I didn't think um. I was I didn't think that they deserved to be in. I didn't I don't think they have the the album sales or the uh or I didn't and they, I think they have too many uh lineup changes too. So I was like a ton of lineup changes. Yeah, so I was like you know, they've got some gold albums and like two platinum albums and you know and they have a ton of albums and they're still recording albums. But then uh how many frontmen have they had? They've off had off the top of my off the top of your head. They had Ian Gillen and then David Coverdale mm-hmm. and Glenn Hughes like swapped yeah. lead vocals. Dio did he cut? Uh, was no, he fronted? No, Dio didn't front Deep Purple. No, I think Dio was in Rainbow. Oh, that's right. Richie get... Blackmore was in Rainbow, and wasn't he also in Deep Purple? Or someone from Rainbow was in Deep Purple? Oh, oh yeah, uh, Richie Blackmore is and the, yeah. lead, the original lead singer of Deep Purple uh, of uh, Rainbow was in Deep Purple. Um, Ronnie yeah, Richie Blackmore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he established yeah. Rainbow. It says right Hold here. Hold on. Which fused Baroque. The original yeah, it, was, it was Richie Blackmore's... Uh, Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> there was another singer before, but... Hold on, hold on. If he says, no, it's Richie Blackmore, I'm going to kill him. Because, yeah, it's Richie Blackmore's band. John yeah, but I'm talking about... I'm talking about... Uh, Dio was not here, in here. No, no, Dio... Uh, you're right. Dio covered Rainbow. I'm sorry. But I'm trying to think. Who was the original singer of... Rainbow. Here, I have the, all the past members in here. Of Rainbow? No. Who wants to know who the original singer of Rainbow is? Graham Bonnet was in Rainbow. Joe Lynn Turner was in Rainbow. Joe Lynn Turner. He, he, did he front Deep Purple? I, I don't think he did, but Kyle might change our all right, minds. Read it off. Uh, all right. Hold on. Now. I got to get back. Okay. Here are the past members of, of uh, Just Deep Singers. Purple. Do it. Just Singers. I don't know. It doesn't tell me. John Lord, Richie Blackmore. Wait a second. Say the first name again. John Lord. Rock in peace, John Lord. Richie Blackmore. Mm-hmm. Rod Evans. Mm-hmm. Nick Simper, mm-hmm. Glenn Hughes, mm-hmm. David Coverdale, yep. Tommy Bolin, yep. Joe Lynn Turner, yep. uh-huh. and Joe Satriani. So I was right with Joe Lynn Turner. Joe Lynn Turner? Well, I wonder what album he's on, because I didn't know he sang on, an, on any of the uh, You know who's a big... Uh, he's been with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Joe Lynn Turner has been? I know. You know who's a big, you know who's a big Deep Purple slave fan? And ma- slaves and Masters. 1990 Slaves and Masters. Let me see who's... Let me. I don't even know. Hey, that. he's from Hackensack, New Jersey. Look at that cover. I know. I'm seeing it right now. <laughs> mm. So you can it's put like your a, computer down. It's like, you know, you know it's like a, a crystal ball with the new uh, 
the new Duran Duran cover inside of it. So funny, because Jolyn Turner was in Rainbow, too. So the, He was the original to, singer of Rainbow. So That's what started this whole cover. Is, is Rainbow and rock and roll? Is that the original singer of Rainbow? Who's the original singer I'm kill you. <laughs> it's like, who's on first? I know. I'm going to kill you. Who's him. the original who's singer in Rainbow? Rainbow? Graham Bonnet was in Rainbow before. Oh, he was? And okay. Dio was in Rainbow before. Before Jolyn Turner? Oh, my God. Kill him. No. <laughs> Seriously, you have to kill him. I'm sorry. I'm not a big Rainbow fan. No one is. But seriously, the fact that you know that. And you... So here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is, what, this is what changed my mind on Deep Purple. All right. Because Pardo said, he goes, look, when a kid gets a brand new electric guitar, what's the first riff he plays? And I said, smoke on the water. Yeah. I said, that's the first easy, shitty riff they learn. Sure. Three chords. <laughs> and then Oasis gets in because that, then everyone plays Wonderwall. <laughs> that's more difficult to play. So um, Deep Purple, I had a ton of songs. To Graham choose. Bonnet. Was the first singer of Rainbow? No. No. No, he's not. I no. know. Stop saying that. <laughs> I have the I have originally the time, established timeline of Rainbow if like to look yes. at this. Yes. All right. There's Dio the Dio was Yeah. Dio, Dio was the Blackmore. first singer. Yes. <laughs> what were you saying? I said Dio. Oh, you did? <laughs> Rainbow's not even getting in. Let's move on to Deep Purple. We haven't even touched on Doogie White. Oh. <laughs> I will start. <laughs> um they uh i love rainbow though deep purple uh, they <laughs> deep purple has had so like many a singers rainbow in the dark it's my favorite band song of theirs that they call them like mach it's one mach song. two mach three so this is um oh, Ma, is it mach one mach two mach three yeah and four yeah okay and mach four i think this is from the mach uh mach two era this is um this is ian gillen on vocals this is from the album. Who do we think we are? And this is Woman from Tokyo. Oh, man. Is this your song? Yes. This oh, is my favorite no. purple song. God yeah. damn it. Don't worry. I have other ones we can play. I think this is. I think this is considered the classic line, lineup, though, on this song: Richie Blackmore, John Lord, Ian Pace, Ian Gillen, and Roger Glover. That's mm-hmm. that's the. I think that's the real classic Deep Purple lineup. And um, no. I, I have a bunch queued up. So if you want to call out, that song kicks ass. So that much. song is amazing. This um, might be an insult, but when that song, like when I heard that song, like I don't. Know, I mean. Obviously, I'm of a younger generation, so I heard it on some sort of classic rock. You like to throw your age around. I throw. I, I thought it was a Kiss song. Oh, like oh, a Gene Simmons Kiss song. That's kiss what I thought it was. Kiss, kiss, pretty good. Well, th- well, I was like, wow, this Kiss song is really good. It's <laughs> like what I thought. This might be the best Kiss song I've ever yeah. heard. All right. Well, real quick, two things I want to say about uh, uh, "Woman from Tokyo." Please don't say the name Joe Lynn Turner again. <laughs> when Joe Lynn Turner sings it. Oh my god. Um, there's a live version where they sing it mm-hmm. and then they go into every day by buddy Holly. Oh, neat. And it's great. Neat. And it's great. And I didn't bring it, but just, are you on my, uh, are you on my playlist? Hey, they covered, they covered, yeah. uh, they covered a Neil Diamond song. They do a version of Kentucky woman. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. My woman from Kentucky. <laughs> She's my Kentucky woman. Are you on my playlist? I am. All right. Just take yeah, it. Just get off his cock. Let's <laughs> listen. If you're a guitar riff fan, 
Mm-hmm. Deep Purple is the band. Can we just hear where I queued up a uh, woman from Tokyo and listen to this opening guitar riff? Yep. Oops, that's the wrong thing. So good, so good. Now here's the thing about uh, Deep Purple. If you would have asked me since my high school days, hey, what do you think of Deep Purple? Oh, man, they fucking rock, dude. I love yeah. Deep Purple. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of Deep Purple? Oh, they're great, man. They're yeah. great. Especially Joe Lynn Turner years. I love them. <laughs> Going back and picking songs, I don't like Deep Purple. Oh, see, I I, can... I realized I don't like Deep Purple. Oh, see, don't, you don't like uh, Burn or Highway Star, Knocking at Your Back Door, Hush? I thought of Hush. I'm Bur- like, I'm going to bring Hush. I'm going to bring Hush. And then I listen to Hush and I'm like, oh, I don't I know. D- I don't like Smoke on the Water. I've played Burn so many times though that I, I didn't pick it. Today. All right. Well, let's play my uh, okay, second what do you, one. What do you got? I'm bringing in Space Trucking. All right. I don't have that. Okay. There you go. So we're good. And I like, because I like the keyboard. Well, we what album is this from? The, the very, very best, best of Deep Purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Machine Head. Yeah. That's the classic album. I kind of like the psychedelia of that. Yeah. I wish they would have explored more of that. And again, that that song also was Blackmore, Lord, Pace, Gillen, and Glover. That's like I said, that's the classic Turner. Up. <laughs> and uh, and rocking rockin rockin peace to John Lord, who just died, I think, about a year and a half yeah, yeah. ago. And rockin' peace, Joe Lynn Turner. <laughs> no, he's still alive. Rockin' peace, looks buddy. like Kate Jackson to me. Joe Lynn Turner, <laughs> the Ugly Angel. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Why do you got to kick a man when he's down? Speak. Don't speak ill of the dead. Uh, ugly Angel's a good-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going with I guess this is Mach 3 That's the razor I use This is Mach 3 This is uh, Richie Blackmore John Lord, Ian Pace And then David Coverdale And Glenn Hughes And, and Joe Lynn Turner This is from title track from Stormbringer Let's hear Stormbringer What year was this? 74 Oh, Coverdale. Now, when we saw when we saw White Snake, Kyle and I, he was he uh, White Snake recorded uh, the Purple album. They did uh, it's yeah. a, it's uh, all Deep Purple from Mach Three and Four. All and, Joe Lynn Turner songs. <laughs> rock and peace, buddy. Uh, peace. Now this is where it's funny. See, I don't know how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame works in this regard either, because I know when Deep Purple gets in, uh, David Coverdale is getting in, mm-hmm. and so is Glenn Hughes. But I don't know, I don't know why some bands like Kiss. I, I still say that. Eric Carr and Eric Singer and Bruce Kulick should have been inducted yeah. also. I don't know how they d- can decide. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, also, I, oh. the um, the 80s members of Heart d- 
did not get inducted. Really? Yeah. Only. I mean, that was a huge resurgence. That was a. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 And they were there for like five albums. So that's enough recorded history. And hits and album sales. Maybe more album sales than maybe the 70s albums. Here's the thing too. Like if if someone's dead already, like how hard is it to induct them? It's not like someone you have to invite. No. Maybe if they're worried about putting someone up. Yeah. (laughs) Or a meal. (laughs) Have the guy put the guy in. We don't have to give him a table. Throw, Throw Eric Carr in there. Yeah, I mean, Eric Carr was with Kiss. How long was Eric Carr with Kiss for? Longer than Peter Chris was with him. Really? He was there that long? Yeah. He He had his own makeup. Yeah, he had his own makeup, too. Well, so was Vinny Vincent. How many albums was he with? Two? One. One? One? He was one. Yeah, he had his own makeup. Yeah, one-ish. One. There's one lick it up. Yeah. It's the demon. It's Starchild. It's the unk. (laughs) And the fox. The fox. What would your character be if you were in Kiss? Coon. The, co- the raccoon. No, coon. Blackface. Completely <laughs> racist. <laughs> oh, no. No, please, uh, Kyle. Uh, mark down the code so that I can boost the audio on it. <laughs> I don't know. What would my animal be? I, don't I know. think the raccoon is great. You know, it, looked too much, it would look too much like Peter Chris. It looked too much like the bandit. Which is Paul yeah, Stanley's that's Paul Stanley's original, original makeup, the bandit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I use my love gun to rob people. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Paul Stanley, he's pretty lazy on coming up with the makeup. Seriously. My makeup's going to be like, you know, the little ranger. That's what my makeup's going to be. A mask. He looked only like Bandit from uh, Johnny Quest. Yes, he did. <laughs> That's the dog in Johnny Quest. Okay. Uh, you can pick it. I'll an- be Crash Bandicoot. You can pick that another one. That would be mine. If you have another song, let Deep me know. Purple song? Yeah, I can no, play I, it. No, I realized I didn't like him. Oh, well, let's play Hush, because I like Hush. All right. Because it reminds me of a Charlatan's UK song. All right. You ready, Kyle? Jolyn Turner. Here comes Hush. From Shades of Deep Purple. This is Hush. A, there we go. 1968. This is from their first album. This is a guy named Rod Evans on lead vocals. Murray's not even listening. He is unplugged. In this I know. Sounds like Joe That's enough. Can I? Uh, so, like, yeah, I don't know. Is, let me see if this Rod Evans I'm, guy is I'm still alive. Well, can I have the thing? Because I want to play you the song. Okay, now Rod Evans, he's still alive. Should he be put in? Uh, it's one of their biggest hits, isn't it? I think it is. Murray, I think so. Andrew Rich is a big fan of Deep Purple. He's I know he's, he's going to he's going to be yelling. As at a matter of fact, I know he's going to be going crazy. Is he staying with you and Jimmy? <laughs> what is he going to stay with you and Jimmy? Was oh, he going to the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame? Is he really with you and Jimmy? Yeah, I thought he was. Oh, I thought I thought you I'd definitely hook up with Andrew Rich if he goes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's going. And when I say hook up, I mean bang around. Bang around. Right. Yeah. I actually emailed him and asked his suggestions for Deep Purple, and I didn't use one of them. And he told you to stop him. <laughs> well, he'll, it's okay because he'll put them on the rock solid notes. He oh, always, that's right. He always that's throws right. in the songs that's he right. did. Like Ray Walker. Because yeah. uh, to be honest, I, I, I'm very familiar with the David, the three David Coverdale albums because mm-hmm. uh, I love David Coverdale. And then I really only know uh, the Deep Purple hits. Yeah. yeah. But um, I do like the hits. You can put together a nice compilation for yourself. I'd like to play this. No, song. I mean you can put together Personally. a nice compilation. Yeah. I'd like to. This is off the Charlatan. This is a band, the Charlatans UK. It reminds me so much of Hush. Okay. I'm oh yeah, they definitely ri- they ripped them off. Is that sampled? Do you think? Sounds like the intro to a terrible show on CBS. I don't think it's sampled, but it's definitely. 
I don't know. You hear that Hammond organ right there? You could look it up, I'm sure. Sounds like Joe Lynn Turner. I'm giving you that one. I like this. Is this CSI Cleveland? Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to look that up and see if they actually sampled that, because I didn't realize. <laughs> I always thought it reminded me of it. I didn't right. realize how close give, it was. Uh, give Kyle the plug back, please. No, I'm going to play Kyle a lot of please. tracks off of uh, Rusty Cow, my please comedy give, album that came out last year. Kyle the plug. <laughs> hey, before I forget, um, if you're listening to this episode today, tune into my wife's podcast tomorrow, the On the Page podcast. Uh, me and Murray and Christy are guests on that. So that was a lot of if fun. You, uh, if you're tired of Murray and I, uh, listen to Christy. She's got a nice. Uh, <laughs> she fucking yaks after a couple a, of glasses of champagne. Holy shit! Oh yeah, we were drinking mimosas and having donuts and stuff. But uh, Christy has a great laugh. I like listening to Christy's laugh. Yeah, she does have a great she's laugh. A, I love Christy. She has I know a Christy. Dirty laugh. Who said she had a dirty laugh? Oh yeah, someone did say she had a dirty. Probably, laugh. Probably, probably David Wilde. He's fucking creepy on her, dude. Uh, who said? Who said she had a dirty laugh? I don't remember. Was it Frank Beernut? Uh, might have been Frank Beernut. But it Somebody probably sounded sexy when he laugh. said it. Um, here we go. All yeah, because right. he was getting ready to kill Bond. <laughs> uh, Your girlfriend has a sexy laugh. A dirty laugh. It, it actually leans on dirty. You and I, Christy, we're not so different. Now Bond. And you two will have a dirty suit covered in your own blood. <laughs> I am ready to come on you, Bond. Whoa, whoa. That's With not... my blood cock. Blood cock? <laughs> oh, that's a good Bond title, blood cock. <laughs> blood cock. <laughs> you know what I want to see? That I, I, My double feature would be, of course, blood cock and octopus. <laughs> yeah. Those would be the two I'd go. I remember when it's I went... It's B-L-U with like an umlaut D uh, <laughs> and then K-O-K. Oh, my blood God. Cock. All right. The only, the only one I know by the Charlatan UK. Why are we talking about a band that isn't getting into I will tell you why because it reached number five in 1990 the song contains lines directly lifted from the birds 1967 song everybody's been burned while the melody prominently features an organ riff lifted Uh, from the deep purple rendition of hush thank god he got there this is what bothers me about music because I couldn't take this is what bothers me about the show (laughs) no no I couldn't take I couldn't take like half of Reservoir Dogs and then pair it up with like half of American Psycho and be like, here's a movie. Here's a brand new movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's irritating. If you took the opening credits of The Hateful Eight and paired them up with, the with, credits of with, with, with Raiders of the Lost Ark, the entire movie, you'd have a great movie. <laughs> Just no. the opening credits. Credits that good? No. I, no, no. <laughs> I hated the credit and, and you, I didn't know this, but it's it, The Hateful Eight opens with The Hateful Eight. Quentin Tarantino's eighth film. Or the eighth film by Quentin The eighth Tarantino. film by Quentin Tarantino. My wife saw that and went... But I'm pretty sure the last couple maybe films they have do. said like the seventh film by Quentin Tarantino or the sixth film. I don't film. think so. Mike will know when he's on here. Who gives a fuck, you arrogant fucking Now, does he, is he Hire counting Kill Bill editor. 1 and 2 as separate films? Yes, Because technically yes. they were made as one film. No, they're, 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 yeah, the, the eight Tarantino films would be, and let me see if I can get it. Oh. Are they Res- in the Rock Res- and Roll Hall of Fame? You're giving Reser- me shit about looking at the Charlatans UK? You just started talking about it. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? Pulp Fiction? Boo. Jackie Good. Brown? Boo. Oh, I like Jackie. I like yeah. all three of those. Yes, yes. Those Kill Bill great. 1, Kill Bill 2. Didn't see him, didn't see him. Uh, then we got Inglorious Bastards, Liked it. Django, Hateful yeah. Eight. Yeah. I'm about, th- I like, I guess, about two or three of his movies. I own, uh, I like, a good bit of this. I, yeah, I like I I I I hate the hateful eight. Right, right. I hate it eight times over. 
Don't like it at all. Never mm-hmm. want to see it again. The eighth film I hate by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, the, um, I love I love Django Unchained. I love it. I don't remember loving it. I really like it. I a liked lot. it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. And then I don't. I don't personally personally. Oh my Jesus! Uh-huh. I don't personally like Inglorious Bastards. I liked Inglorious Bastards. I like that movie. Yeah. And then I like the other ones because that's why when I when I post online about hating the hateful eight, of course everyone. Well, let me guess, Pat. You're one of these guys who doesn't like Quentin Tarantino. I'm like, no, I, that's not true. Look, I love cops and I hate Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've never seen Grindhouse. You love it. I, lo- I love it, and I would never watch it again unless they actually release everything, and which they still have yet to no, do. No, on Blu-ray. Got it, a doesn't have the ma- leg. it doesn't have the machete trailer I in it. I think you're wrong. I'm right, I believe. I think you're wrong. But that was a great, that was a great experience to see in the theater. Right. We'll be back cool. with comedy film nerds after this. Well, the reason we can talk about this is because we're journalists. Uh, Steve Miller Band. Steve Miller Band. Yeah. When I was in high school, there were a couple albums that everyone had. Like you go to someone's house in my, our white trash town, mm-hmm. and everyone had they had like uh, they had Bob Seger Night Moves. Sure. And uh, Fleetwood Mac Rumors would be there, mm-hmm. and the Eagles Greatest Hits, the blue cover with the Eagle Skull. Yeah, with the Eagle Skull. And then, sure enough, uh, Steve Miller Band Book of Dreams would be right. Oh, in Book there. of Dreams, not Greatest Bo- Hits. No, Book of Dreams would okay. be right in there. Okay. So um, I'd like to start with a song. I, actually, I'm playing both of my songs are from Book of Dreams. Both of my songs are from Greatest Hits. Are they? And I have a third song. <laughs> Do we have any crossovers, me, him and I, on this? Uh, uh, let me see. I brought a third in case we did. Mm, you have one. Okay. okay. We'll see what happens. I'm right. going to play my first song is from Book of Dreams, 1977, and this is True Fine Love. That's our crossover. Is it really? Mm-hmm. That sounds great to me. That's, that would be one song I wouldn't turn off the radio. No, but they never play it. Never. I, I know. Rock radio sucks that way. That's why we have this podcast. Exactly. So people listening can go, fuck, I've never, I haven't heard that song in years. Let me go buy it. Why won't rock radio play this and have the DJ talk over it? I don't understand. That's the difference in a podcast. I don't want people to be able to steal this song. Oh, good point. And make a 30 second we'll mix. Sued. We'll get sued. That's right. You like Steve Miller, Kyle? You voted for them. <laughs> no. Here's the, pro- here's the problem with... I think he's a joker. Here's- <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, some people call him Maurice. Um, here's here's the if problem. I could whistle, he's a I would. This of love. I don't know what that means. No here's, one does. It's just a made-up word. Here's the problem with Steve Miller, and it's not Steve Miller's fault. It's, abracadabra? It, no. Abracadabra is actually a fun song. I almost brought that. Um, oh, it's rock and roll radio killed Steve Miller because they play the same five Steve Miller songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it, that video killed the radio star. I was just going to say that too. Star. So it, 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 public opinion killed the buckles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do not talk shit about Trevor Raven. I don't see the guy on the cover. He's the guy in the buckles. <laughs> yeah. Also in yes. Also um, an amazing producer. Um, um, so st- that's what killed Steve Miller for me. They, they play the same for anytime the Joker comes on anytime, uh, big jet airliner, it's like sh- shift, shift. It's, it's, it's terrible. All right. What's your song then? Uh, I, I brought, actually brought in one song, which I played on here, which you fucking hated. So that made me want to bring it again. All right. Let me hear. Okay. All right. We'll play all both of them. Let's go with, uh, Quicksilver girl. She's a <laughs> Quicksilver girl. Holy Christ. A lover of the world. She's 
It'll be time for your flight to Brooklyn by the time this song's over. What album is this from? Sailor. All right, let's 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 change up. Let's 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 end the Steve Miller section with a good tune. Um. Oh, Nathan, do you know who else sings lead vocal uh, on two tracks on that album? Boz Skaggs. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. He plays guitar too. He he was. I guess he was in the Steve Miller band. He might be a dude who gets into the Hall of Fame. Skaggs, man. Yeah. I like Bob, man. I love that uh, Silk Degrees album. Yeah, Toto yeah. plays all over that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. That's Put that on, you fucking roll a do. Luke's? Luke's plays on that? Luke's on there. I remember yeah. one year for Christmas, my dad got that album and the Boston album, and then that was great. Because and that he, was 1984. <laughs> no, no, I'm he, sorry. He that wasn't played. a good joke. It was 1992. <laughs> he only played those albums in like the in the car. Yeah. Like that was in rotation, so we didn't have to hear like Neil Diamond and Andy Williams and stuff for a while, so that was good. That was good, yeah. Little dirty lowdown, right? Yeah, lowdown. Uh, here's uh, here's the one. I apologize for this episode. I don't know what is going. <laughs> seriously, how is this worse than any other episode? I think it's fine. I don't know why. You know, it's it's one of the things. You know, like did you ever do stand up and and uh, a couple times, yeah. And, and people would, <laughs> but people would tell you you had a great show, and if you don't feel like you had a great show, no matter what people say, oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And that's how I'm feeling about tonight. Oh, I'm interesting. I'm having fun, but I'm 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 stepping outside and thinking as the listener. But you're and, not a listener, uh, so you shouldn't do that. Okay. Well, I'm thinking right now that there's no listeners. <laughs> well, you're clearly not thinking about the listeners because you didn't play them. 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 What? Play me a song. You just played a song. Play a song. <laughs> I like this one. Yeah, I like Living this one. In the USA. Yeah. Somebody give me a cheeseburger. Love that Hammond organ. We had the best air band going on on that song. That was now. great. Had, I was on keys. You were on drums. Kyle was breakdancing again. Inappropriate, I'm, brother. Inappropriate. I'm going to call an audible here, so let me see the... Uh, the Jimmy gig. Audible podcast. Or Audible. Sponsored by Audible. Got no sponsors. Don't, don't, don't give them free advertising. They get enough. Um, so the album that... Uh, they sponsor my podcast sometimes. I have to. I've played this song on here before. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the album that followed um, Book of Dreams, it was an album called Circle of Love. It came out in 81. So it was um, four years until he had it. And it, did, it only has five tracks on it. It's got a song called Macho City, I think. That's like a 20-minute track. And uh, but it did have one song on it that I really like, and this is it. This is called "Heart Like a Wheel." Oh, this is a good song. I forgot about this song. Yeah, love this tune.
I forgot about that song. That was a good song. Heart like a wheel. Yeah, I like that. Again, he's just he's cursed by the heavy rotation of uh, of mainstream rock and roll radio, especially yeah. classic rock stations. And Abercadam. Yeah. No, come on. Come on. You could be cursed by Are magic. You... <laughs> so, my... I just pull. I just pulled it into my playlist. <laughs> Here's the problem. I always joke. This is my joke about this. Everyone says, Steve Miller's an amazing guitar player. And then it's like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Go ahead. Crank it up, though. Oh, this video is awful. Oh, it's so terrible. Oh, is this from Video Feed? Yeah, I'm, on, I'm on YouTube. I don't know this piece of shit. This is where you steal all your songs from. Where it stops, nobody knows. Every time you call my name. Oh, I'm sorry, that's my fault. Of course, you're fidgeting. Name, I heat up like 1982. The um, album version's five minutes long. The YouTube version is three minutes, 40 seconds. It's probably the single version. I'm a purist. Mm-hmm. I go album version. I went five minutes of shit. <laughs> it's a huge hit. Oh, yeah. Why not? I'd rather... Get trapped in that box like Houdini and listen to that. What was um, the magic song? The one he died in. Was he didn't die? An... He got punched in the stomach. That's how he died. Oh, he got the fucking death punch, right? Yeah, because one time I punched Casey, my brother, in the stomach when we were kids, and my dad and just he yelled. He goes, "Christ, that's how Houdini died," <laughs> and that was it. Like he didn't tell us to stop, so we were just like, "Oh, we better stop," I guess. It's weird because like there wasn't another hit off that album, and the the next single was called. Uh, Keeps me wondering why, but I don't remember. You, I don't know that at all. You guys skipped over a band. How do we do that? Because you were going, going in, in alphabetical order. Alphabetical yeah. order, and then you missed M N. Oh, I I, I guess I was alphabetically going by like Steve. No, because the band's called Steve. If you're Miller arranging band. your CDs, oh do you go with the first name or the last name? If it's Neil Diamond last name, if it's Steve Miller band, that seems like I don't call that, him Steve Miller band. Though. I call him Steve Miller. Hmm. <laughs> See, right after Dave Math. No, Jay. Is, I know what you mean though, because Jay Guile's band. Do you put it in is, J or in, G? I put it in J. Wait a minute. Now I'm listening as a listener. <laughs> and turn it Click. off, right? This is the Click. Quicksilver Girl of episodes. <laughs> uh, hey, I got another Steve Miller band song. What the hell, right? Why not? None Let's of us like them. Let's play more. Yeah. Plug it. You got him plugged in. Uh, Murray's plugged. You in. taking a text message? What are you doing? Yeah. What's your lady? What's your lady want? No, you uh, got it. You got it in your playlist. She wants to know how my night is. She wants a parasol no. for the sun. Oh, geez, don't tell us what you're going to type because we'll feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was with you, baby. Hey, Zofries, hey, hey, tie my laces. Leave a little out in the front if you know what I mean. Hey, <laughs> what's my inseam like? <laughs> It's my wife he's talking about everybody. <laughs> She's an Academy Award nominated uh is it costume designer? I look I designer. looked up the the year when you guys were there and I could see you guys in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? We looked up the year that you were there and there were some the shots Academy where Awards? we could see you in the audience. Oh really? On yeah. YouTube or something? Yeah. yeah. On the YouTube. tube. Okay. On the tube of you. I looked pretty good in that suit, didn't I? This is a song a lot of people don't sitting. know. Did you of... make it? What? Did your wife make yeah, the suit? Yeah, did she tailor make your suit? suit? But she hooked me up with a sweet deal. You mean she bought you a suit? <laughs> no, I bought it, but I got the sweet disc and Dolce, nice Dolce and Gabbana. That's nice. Does it still fit you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, mean... Yeah, he's wearing it now. It was three years ago. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, True Grit. 
three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Something like that. I don't mean you didn't you haven't gained any weight. No, that's no. not what I've actually meant. lost weight. Thanks for noticing. He got taller though. So it still fit, fit does it still fit you though if you lost all that weight? I I have to get it refitted. Um this is a song. Steve Miller loves uh airplanes, so he wrote this song. Oh good, we haven't heard that song in five minutes. It's a good riff. I love Swing Town too. Yeah. Take the money and run. Fly like a birdie. Riding alone on this big old jet plane. I've been thinking about my home. But my love life seems so far away. And I feel like it's all been done. In retrospect, I think we could have each played four songs from each band. We're making up for the time. Okay. This is, again... This is not a bad song. It's just a bad show. <laughs> just overplayed. It's just yeah. overplayed. Uh, but if yeah, any Steve, if any Steve, because I don't listen to him that much. Right. He's not in my regular rotation. But if he comes on the radio, I leave it on. I really I do. Turn, I turn it off. I absolutely leave it on and I kick Murray out of the car. <laughs> if people ask what we we're going to play the most music of, <laughs> I, I think the last pick would have been Steve. Seriously. Band. And we're not done yet because this song... <laughs> I love another one. It made its greatest hits. We'll start it now in case this isn't going to be the it Charlatan Kings or whatever. You no, were no, this earlier. is Steve Miller. It made the great. It's on the greatest hits. It never gets any airplay. Is this winter time. Yeah, love it. This is a great song. Play this in the Revenant. Yeah, this would be good in the Revenant. Anything would have helped the Revenant. Kyle told me it's all natural lighting in that movie. Don't tell me if you're wrong. Don't tell me. I want to believe that it is. That's on the greatest hits. Why is that not played every five minutes? Like every one, uh, other well, look, one of his songs on the if greatest we're gonna, hits. And we'll talk about the bands that we've played so far. When you turn on rock radio and they play Cheap Trick, it's it's Dream Police, Surrender, I Want You to Want Me. And, Maybe, and the Flame. And the Flame sometimes. But I never I never need to hear this. Come on, man. Dig sure. deep. Yeah, yeah. No, I... Yeah. I mean, Surrender, I never get sick of Surrender. I really don't get sick of that song. It is a good song. But, um, but yeah, come on, mix it up. Here, here is my impression of every, every uh, classic rock radio station. And it, it, Pearl Jam, when they released their last album, was number one. Uh, Pearl Jam has a new album out. It's number one. It's number one today. Here's Jeremy. Yeah. Fuck they it. don't fucking play it. They don't care. Come on, man. So um, yeah, buddy. Revenant, only one scene had artificial lighting in it. Well, that's the exact opposite of what And that was a vape pen. Because oh, artif- no, you're right. It, it, artificial because, lighting. Because okay. um, they uh, had to use a little creative artificial lighting for a campfire shot, which the wind was causing the fire to behave in an unpredictable and Spoiler alert. Way. Spoiler alert. There's a campfire. <laughs> it was DiCaprio's e- e-cigarette. But that's it. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And it has a great look to it. Like, I felt... Like I was cold. I felt like I was outside. Well, you were cold at outside. You had to watch it through your. Well, yeah, my wife wouldn't let me watch it in the room. I had to be outside. Um, Like when I watched the Hateful Eight, I felt like I was on the soundstage. Yeah, yeah. 
with, right? With, yeah. With, I know you're making a joke, but I, I, yeah, I swear to that, God. You felt know like Tarantino wasn't making eye contact with here's you. What, here's what, here's what, um, the, the Hateful Eight is a play. Mm-hmm. It's the first play by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Good it's point. not a movie. Mike Schmidt and I are going to. Do you like it? We're going to fight. I imagine he. Dude, he, hold my watch. Here's the thing. I'm not one of these fans that says every group I like or everything I like, I like everything 100%. I'm, sure. I, I'm an honest person. I'll say, no, nah, that one didn't grab me. But but with Tarantino and Van Halen, he's like, he's got... Can't can't miss. Yeah. The, okay. What is it? Is it rose-colored glasses? Is that what they That's say? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. What do they call it, Kyle? Beer goggles? <laughs> okay. Uh, What's next in the alphabetical order? The, you know what? Well, we're out of time, so we're not going to be able to play anymore. Oh, Come that's a shame. on. Um, I did my bands. I like, I didn't know much about NWA until I saw the movie straight out of mm-hmm. Compton. I don't know how, um, Hollywoodified that movie is, but I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I thought it was a great movie. Super entertaining. Uh, this is not music that I listened to, but when it was in the movie, I loved it. And when I, and when I was looking for songs, uh, I loved it and I'm probably going to, you know, I'm going to play songs that you, you know. I didn't. Sure, go, I'm, I, I don't go that deep into the NWA catalog, but I'll let you go first because I assume we're going to have a crossover here. Okay. That, um, that movie shot all natural lighting. Well, and, and, well, straight out of Compton. <laughs> what are you um, straight out of film school? Can you cue uh, up eleven for me? Track eleven, because Track when 11. when when you speak NWA, yeah. there is really only one thing you can say. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it back cause I'm brown And not the other color so police think They have the authority to kill a minority Fuck that shit cause I ain't the one For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on And thrown in jail we can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell Fucking with me cause I'm a teenager With a little bit of gold and a pager Searching my car looking for the product Thinking every nigga is selling narcotics you rather see I'm a little disappointed that the end of that movie didn't say like, you know, what everyone's doing today. And then it said, Ice Cube now makes family movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what cracks me up about that movie? Um, uh, their manager, what was his name in that movie? Paul Giamatti. It's so funny because... <laughs> does he play the nerdy white guy? Huh? Like he does in every movie? Oh, no, he, he, play, he plays like a, a fat white man. <laughs> oh, like he does in every other movie. Yeah. Like in sideways. The way that character lived uh, is the way like that uh, Ice Cube and those guys live now. They're in the gated community right, and all right, that right. stuff. So uh, I am. Uh, I'm not a huge NWA fan. I am a big Dr. Dre fan. I, I worked with Dr. Dre on a, a TV show, him and Jimmy Iovine, mm-hmm. which takes place right where mm-hmm. Straight Outta Compton ends. Okay. Oh, they cut you out in the movie. If if there was a if there's a if there's a second version, then it goes into Farm Club. I think we talked about this on the last episode. That actor that played Jimmy Iovine for a couple seconds in the movie was good. He looked just like he him. Looked just he? like him. Here's here's the deal with Jimmy Iovine. My I like one of my all time f- produced my favorite albums. Yeah, here he's the greatest producer. Here I am. I'm going to work for Jimmy yeah. Iovine. Didn't say a fucking word to me. We had been this close, eye to eye, you and I, and did, he looked right through me. What uh, did you want him to say? Did you say anything Hi? to him? Did you say anything Fuck to him? Hello, I'm writing your television show. Did you Did you say anything to him? Did you say, hey, I'm a really big fan, or you didn't no, want to? No, I decided as I walked by, it was like, I was going to go say hi, but then his like handlers got in front of him and, and kept walking down the hall. That's sad. Yeah, that's a bummer. But Dr. Dre, on the other hand, I got drunk with a couple of times mm-hmm. in Red Rock. I even from up to Pont with him and uh, Snoop Dogg. We don't need to talk about They call that. it the chronic. The chronic. Yes, they call it the chronic. Right. But this is after the chronic 2000 came out. Okay. 
So they're celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> so the moral story is Jimmy Iovine is nice, just didn't care for you. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, we're both paisans. We're both Italian. I don't know why he didn't, uh, why he didn't throw down. My first, I don't think I'm using throw down right. In that you, sense. You, guys, you guys didn't pass around a meatball. Hey, that sauce is gravy. Hey, it's gravy. Hey, Zoffries, give me a couple of meatballs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in a sausage. Um, what do you bring? Uh, I got uh, I got a song called Express Yourself. Oh yeah. One second. Uh, this could a title fight against Madonna. I'm expressing with my full capability. And now I'm living in correctional facilities. Cause some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube. Because he said it gets funky when you got a subject and a predicate. Add it on a dope beat and it'll make you think. Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach. Cause they don't flow like this one. You know what? I won't hesitate to this one or two before I'm through so don't try to sing this some drop science well I'm dropping English even if yellow makes it a cappella. I still express yo I don't smoke weed or sex cause it's known to give a brother brain damage and brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing but making a sucker in you equal don't be another sequel nice I like that tune thank it's you a good man. tune I brought um it was originally on an NWA track uh, album, but it was re-released as a uh, Easy E, and this is Boys in the Hood. No, not this one. The other Boys in the Hood on top of it. There you go. This one? Yeah. Because I'm going to play the next. No, no, I'm sorry. Shit. Go back. Yeah. What's going on with my headphones? It- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's go with the original Boys in the Hood. Cruising down the street in my 6-4 Jocking the freaks, clocking the dough Went to the park to get the scoop Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops A car pulls up, Not who good. can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G He rolled down his window and he started to say It's all about making that GTA Cause the boys in the hood are always hard You come talking to trash, we'll pull your car Knowing nothing in life but to be legit Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit Now, when I was on Farm Club with Dr. Dre and uh, Jimmy Iovine We discovered the band Dynamite Hack And launched uh, pretty much their career Which ended after this single Because their (laughs) their album blew And this is their version of Boys in the Hood Jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. I went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting smoke. Car cools up, who can it be? The fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G. He rolls down the window and he starts to say, It's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. Come talking that trash and we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, I ain't said shit. Is that it? We have no more bands? No, I have one more song. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is the last band. And then we can promote some stuff because, again, this is dropping this week. Okay, cool. Murray's always like, when's this going to drop? And I'm like, it drops in six weeks. Fuck. I can't <laughs> promote anything. So me. Um, this is the title track. Oh, yeah. Hang on. This is the title track. 
yeah, title track uh, and also the title of the aforementioned uh, NWA movie. And this is uh, Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. From the gang called niggas with attitudes. When I'm called off, I got a sawed off. Squeeze the trigger and bodies are hauled off. You too, boy, if you fuck with me. The police are gonna have to come and get me off your ass. That's how I'm going out. For the punk motherfuckers that's showing out. Niggas want the mumble, they want to rumble. Mix them in, cook them in a pot like gumbo. Your daughters, your daughters listen to this? No. <laughs> of course not. They love it. They go, hey, dad, I got something to say. <laughs> Rita with attitude. Mm-hmm. When I, uh, um, around that same time, I was uh, writing for a show at MTV and we were told, we were, we were pretty much playing, we, it was a game show with Ahmet Zappa and it was videos and jokes and we were told we were not allowed, We want, they wanted us to play more rap, but we weren't allowed to say nigga. At all, but in meanwhile, they wanted us to play all the so NWA no songs. so no rap so no rap. So what we'd have to do is like sneak it in without. So it would be like, uh, um, the first rap duo to be on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine was A Run DMC, B Oil and Vinegar. Oh my <laughs> god, it's pretty That's funny, 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 man. All right, why do you? What are you doing over there right now? I'm uh, um, I'm queuing up our playout song. Oh, can but, we uh, just? Can I just make an announcement right now? Which I'm yeah, very excited yeah, about. Yeah, you, you leaving? You quitting? Uh, you gonna apparently, go, you're going to do your own comedy music podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do my own. Podcast. It's called the Mustard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I relish the idea. Oh, terrible! Coachella announcement came out. I don't. Uh, so who's? It's Guns and Roses. I don't care. Yeah, they're kind I of, really don't care. All right. I'm just saying. I think some of Axel, our Axel are Rose finally regurgitated the other members. They're giving me, <laughs> look, they're giving me the same type of reunion that Van Halen gave me, which is not a reunion. Yeah, it's not a reunion. All those guys are alive. It's just Slash and Axel, right? And, and, and Duff. Oh, Duff. Okay, cool. I like Duff. Yeah, but I mean, I like, I like Matt Sorum. I, I oh, like, yeah, I like Matt Sorum, but he wasn't the original drummer. Oh, bring Matt and Steven and bring Izzy. Yeah. What's Izzy know? doing? I know. Is he struggling? I mean, come on. If you're going to do it, really do it. If not, don't call it a reunion. Also, just say, oh, these guys are joining me. For- I don't think they're calling it a reunion. I just think they're saying uh, Guns N' Roses. I know. But but, but I, I think every other media outlet is calling it a reunion. And he's, yeah. he's you know, and, and again, I, I don't know what Axel sounds like. Also, nowadays. why would you want to go to a smelly festival to see them? Yeah, I they're a smelly band. <laughs> well, that's true. And they are. But I am more excited about LCD sound system. Is getting together and playing. Will you, will you go that. to Coachella to see them? I might for LCD Sound System. I don't need no civil war. So, That's my axle. Oh, I thought that was your LCD Sound System. No, no. I but I might not have to because I just looked it up and it looks like LCD Sound System is touring this year. So that's going to yeah. be so I probably won't go to Coachella. Murray, what, uh, what do you got anything to promote that's uh, going to happen soon? Yeah, my be uh, at Coachella. I'll be at Coachella. <laughs> Tripping on mushrooms. If they had a comedy stage at Coachella and they ask you, they to have do had it, comedy stage. Would at you do it if you were asked? 
Uh, yeah, I would do it. it I, I, just I've to talked, get, just I, to see free shows. That, and I've, I talked to Hardwick, who's done it, and a couple other guys. Hardwick is a celebrity. This was, but this was, <laughs> this was before Nerdist took off. I know, but it's, it still seems when, like he was... ten people went You know to what I mean? It still seemed like he was still... But, but here's the deal. This is what His Q rating is a little higher than a lot of people, mine, even at that mine, point. is what you're saying? No. No. <laughs> I the, but here's what he said, not just because it was him. Is uh, they said he did it, they did it right. They okay. had a comedy tent. They had a specific time. Mm-hmm. So they actually called it the Coachella Comedy Club. So they had a specific time from two to four. That was com- so. If you wanted to go see comedy, you can go see comedy inside yeah. spotlight sound system, not out in a fucking. The only mistake they made: Guar open for the comedians. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> what you saw, Guar? Didn't you, Kyle? I did. And was it great? It was. Did you see the music the- or the show or both? Um, I mean, their music is it's fine, but yeah. they uh, the, it's like a whole theatrical. Okay. They like they do a story and then they play and then they like continue the story. Okay, cool. So it's really cool. How smelly do you think those costumes are? Oof. Oh, probably bad. Okay. Did you see it with the chick singer? Yeah. What was her name? Uh, it was like Volvatron. I think yeah, yeah. And then they fired her, right? I guess I don't know. Okay. No one keeps. They shot blood. She shot blood out of her yeah, boobies. Blood man. boobs. <laughs> blood boobs. That was her name. Blood boobs. I think they're getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame next year. Blood where boobs. Where are you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at Murray V on Twitter. You can listen to my uh, uh, award winning podcast, Road Stories, at roadstories.tv. What award did that win? Uh, funniest. One of the funniest podcasts of 2013, according to USA Today. Do you, do do you, you get a, a certificate? Do you have a trophy? I have a, you had a trophy I have a made. I have a clipping. Look, USA Today called us one of the eight great music podcasts to put in your ears. But oh, I, don't, man. I, don't, I don't call oh, that an award. You I don't, didn't get a golden ear trophy. I don't call trophy. that an award. I don't know. What, <laughs> you didn't what get a golden you, ear trophy. You, you're, you're very, you didn't get a statue? You're from very USA liberal today? with the term award. <laughs> Listen, I'll fucking take what I can get. That you, got, you got a participation award for, the, for LA Podfest. Um, okay cool Uh, kyle i'll be in uh, i'll be in uh, vegas at the end of the uh january i'm doing a casino tour which i didn't quite set out to do but i'm doing so i'll be at harrah's at the improv in vegas i'll be at the pachanga uh in temecula i'll be Mm -hmm. at fantasy springs and palm springs all in early so you just book casinos and then you call it a casino tour Pretty much. I just kind of dawned that's, on. That's fine. It kind of dawned on me today. I'm like, I'm working all casinos, so I guess it's a casino. It's pretty cool. So there you go. All right. Well, Murray's out on the road, guys. So you can go see Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle, what do you got going on? Um, between now and Thursday, nothing. <laughs> that's true. It is between. Wait, you got. When's your next uh, show that you book? They are moving the gallery, so it'll probably be in February. Okay. And where is that show at? Oh, well, it used to be. Yeah, it? They're moving it? it, though, Murray. They're moving, they're moving it. it. It used to be down the street from you. I actually down the street from you. my house. Yeah. You didn't I, text me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, oh, no, oh, he's really? pulling out You've held text. a text from two months ago? No, yeah. it saves it. saves it all. What if it was from earlier today? <laughs> hey, Murray. Hey, Murray. Mm-hmm. Want to do my show? Well, um, hold on. I don't even want him to. I just want him to invite me to his show. I did. I did invite you. He came to your, uh, to your album recording. He did. I'm on the album. He is. I make Can fun of him. Can you hear yourself? Oh, you no. do? I make fun of him. He said, I, he said, how'd you get a shitty seat like that? I, I got li- to you know. listen to this thing. <laughs> he did. Uh, he got really bad seats. I apologize for that. Uh, that's okay. Rusty Cow is on iTunes. Oh, Rusty Cow is on iTunes, Amazon, uh, my website, the whole nine yards. Any da- uh, Spotify, Google Play. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like I said, did you really invite me? I, I got a Facebook invite like three months out. 
Yeah, I think I did. I'm gonna, I think I'm that gonna was quote Kyle when I say this is good radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I am I am so I psyched. I am so psyched for this uh, for this weekend. I'm uh, so psyched for you. I know I give you shit. I'm, I know, but I'm really but I'm, 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 super I'm super excited. I'm super excited for you. It's going to be great and, for you. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, we're, I just I can't wait to meet uh, meet the Red Rocker, and I can't wait to um, to do this show live. And Kyle was going to be there with me. And um, called Samuel. Is he going to play? <laughs> uh, that wasn't that wasn't um, okay. that wasn't in the thing. Are you going to have if, an acoustic there just in case? If he shows up with a guitar and wants to play, that's fine. But I mean, that, I think I think when you ask them to play, then it becomes a different type thing. Mm-hmm. But we'll be playing music. We'll be playing Montrose solo, Van Halen, Chickenfoot, The Circle, HSAS. I mean, we'll be playing everything, every band he's been in, everything he's done. Do you have to play Chickenfoot? Um, I think what hurts Chickenfoot is the name Chickenfoot. Yeah, the band is really probably. good. It's probably. really a great, great band, great songs. Uh, we're at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. Um, Murray, we both mentioned this song earlier in the show, so I'm going to play us out. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, go to rocksolidpodcast.com to read Andrew Rich's amazing notes. Uh, and we, uh, I think Philip Dufour is doing the artwork for this episode. So check that out. And if, if I made a mistake on that, I am sorry and sue me. Uh, but we both, uh, we both talked about this song. So let's hear a little more Cheap Trick. This is She's Tight. Nice. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah.